I want to start with something funny. A group of men is at a gym club when a cell phone rings. One of the men answers. Yes, he answers. Han, is that you? I can hardly hear you. Hello. Are you in the gym? Yes. I'm in front of the fur shop, and they have this beautiful mink coat. Can I buy it? How much is it? Oh, it's about $5,000. Okay. But buy a matching purse that goes with it, too, my love. Well, as it turns out, I also stopped by the car dealership today, and they have a new BMW, and it's the last one, and it's on sale. How much is it? It's only $60,000. Fine. Buy it, but make sure you get all the accessories, and if it costs a little more, I won't be mad. The woman, realizing all of her requests were being approved, decided to take a risk. Honey, remember that I told you that my mother wants to come and live with us? Is it okay if I invite her over for a month? Just to try it out, and after a month, we can talk about it again. Okay, fine. But don't ask me for anything else, okay? Yes, yes, I love you so much, baby. I love you too. Bye. As soon as the man hangs up the phone, he looks to the group of men and says, whose cell phone is this? <laughs> it's quite, <laughs> it's quite uh, easy to give other people's money away, right? It's just uh, fine, no problem. I want to talk tonight about growing a generous heart. Growing a generous heart. Our mission here is transforming, let's say together, transforming the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. Transforming the world. That's happening here every day of the week. We see people transformed through your lives in your workplace, through the church, through our services, through our meetings, life groups, you name it, on the streets on Thursday nights. People are being touched all the time. Now, one of the values that we have in this church is generosity. It's a value of this house. And God is inviting us to grow in generosity, into becoming generous people. We're learning to become generous people just like our Heavenly Father is generous. Now, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about being a generous person. I'm talking about a lifestyle of generosity. It has to do with our heart. Amen? See, our heart, we still haven't fixed this, bro. Can we do it this week, please? Let's do it this week. It's right here. It's just a crack here. So it's very irritating. Uh, anyway, so um, there's more people there anyway. So, um, oh, yeah, they're filming. Bless you, Jesus. That's better. It's better to be backward a bit because you are so close to this whole thing. It was so high. That it's better to be a little bit back like this, see? Yeah, that's better. So, okay, so <laughs> our hearts determine our actions, right? What's in our heart will come out. If our heart is generous, then our life is generous. And Jesus wants us to grow in our generosity, right? Generosity in terms of giving of time, talents, Serving, encouraging, prophetic, prophesying over people. It's generous because people like to hear that they're awesome and that God's got a plan for their lives. Forgiveness, be generous in forgiveness. Be generous in finance. Be generous in talent. Be generous in praising God. 
I love this tonight. We talked about this whole thing. It's essentially in my notes a bit later. But I feel such a sense that, you know, we'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the other things will be added to your life. I feel this is so much part of generosity, of generosity of our worship, the piano, the guitar, our worship at home in a secret place. Just our time, generosity, generosity, generosity. And when we become generous with God, it's amazing how generous he becomes with you. And there's a link to that. I can see people who are very generous. And this morning I talked about if you are a sower, everybody's meant to be a sower. But when a sower looks in the mirror of their life, in the wake of their lives, you see, oh, blessing, because a sower always reaps a harvest, whatever they do. They're nice people. Oh, the guy over there, he's really nice. I like you a lot in the back there. What's your name again? I forget your name. Yeah. Anna, yeah. I like you. No, I like you so much. I call you the smiley girl. Whenever you, uh, since, since you turn up here, you're the smiley girl. For me, you're the smiley girl. So, so for me, you're a smiley girl. So for me, she is such a blessing to me because every time I look at her, she smiles at me. And that's nice, you know. And so this is encouraging. She's actually generous with her life because she smiles. But actually what she does is from her heart. And it comes through her teeth and through her face into me. It's beautiful. I love it. How generous are we? God wants us to become generous. We are generous, but we're also becoming generous in our lives. And the Bible talks so much about generosity because it is the main, one of the main expressions of L-O-V-E. All you need is love. Da, 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 da. That says God is love and he can't, he, can't, he can't help himself to be generous in this way. See, love is great, but if love is not expressed, it's absolutely useless. It's absolutely nothing. It's worthless. It's void. It's empty. It needs to be expressed. If you say to your wife, I love you, but you don't show it with anything, what kind of worth, or your husband, or your friend, or your cat, or your dog even, you know, if you don't express your love, they will not know really how much you love them. Do you love, know, do you know the love language of your spouse, of your friend? Do they know what they really appreciate? I was doing lots of things for Catherine, then I found out after a while, it's not her love language. She says, I don't give a rip of what you're doing in this area. And I think I'm just so amazing doing this stuff for her, but she doesn't even care. <laughs> I'm trying my best, you know. Wrong language. She wants me, it's wrong language. She wants me to sit with her. Uh, sit with her. Yes, dear. We'll talk about things. And quality time is one of her things, you know. And so I'll try to have quality time. And it's all very difficult for me. But it's okay. I'm learning in this way. But it's wonderful. See, love is all about giving. You can't, if you don't give anything, if you don't express your love, love is absolutely void. I mean, that's why God is love. It says in the Bible, 1 John 1, that God is love. So God always expresses himself in the area of love and generosity. For God so loved the world that he gave. He loved so much the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish with eternal life. I don't know if you can say it as fast as I do that one. It's just one. So you can't love and not give. You can't love and not be generous. It's part of the same coin. Right? It's part of the same coin. Love always finds a way to give. Right? If you love somebody, you always think about the person. You always think about the person. If you're in love, oh, you always think about the person. You know? 
some of you are in love, you know, and it's wonderful because you can think, what can I do next to bless him or her? And what can I give present? And what can I do? And what can I organize? And what can I, you know? One of the things in Holland we have, I love this in Holland, in Holland you give flowers. Now here you do too, but in more in Holland. And we have a lot of flowers. And what the, the, the thing is, what they say is, zeg het met bloemen. Zeg het met bloemen. Let's say it together. Zeg het met bloemen. Say it with flowers. So say it means love, obviously. Zeg het met bloemen. She knows how to say it. Zeg het met bloemen. I love this. Whatever you do. See, but <coughs> you're actually thinking about the person. But you know, that's exactly what God does. He thinks about you and me all the time. He cares about you and me all the time. All the time. He has us in his heart all the time. God desires more to be with you than you desire to be with him. He loves you more than you will ever know, more than you can ever love him. Now, if that's the case, then it's absolutely beautiful. That he loves us and cares for us so much. That's how generous he is. He is boasting about you to these angels. Did you know that? He talks about Benji. Do you see Benji today? Angels. Benji is just awesome. What he did today at school, what he did at Elian Sid, I mean, he lives at Elian Sid. Every time I go to Elian Sid, he is there. And so the angels say, yes, I know, but, but uh, the angels say to God, but we understand why he's there. So why is he there? Because the coffee is so amazing. Kyle is there. He's one of the best coffee makers in the world. And he makes all these beautiful things and his dragons and his whatever things and his things. And it's amazing. So all these angels are just puffing up and they think all about Benji. Now, and God does it with all of us. And all the angels, we're, we're his favorites, right? All of us. Each one of us has favorites. So they always, he always thinks about us. It says in the Bible, 1 Peter 5, 7. Let him, that's God, have all your worries and your cares, for he always is thinking about you and watching over everything that concerns you. Isn't that lovely? God loves us. And he thinks about us. That's how generous he is. Proverbs 11. We did this one this morning. The world of the generous. I'm on, I want to look at a few uh, in the book of Proverbs. Uh, things about generosity. And one is the, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world, of, the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And the one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. And those who help others are helped. So how's your world doing? How's your world doing? It's a, it's, a, it's a real question. Because the world of a generous person gets larger and larger. And not only is their world getting larger and larger, but he makes other people's worlds larger and larger. And I'm in the business here to make you a larger person. Not this one. In the spirit. No, no. As a character. <laughs> Don't blame me for, man, I went to the Harmony Church and became so big, you know. I mean, so this, the food that they have, you know, the food is so amazing. The food is just I'm with more, bigger and bigger. No, 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 not like this at all. But I want to create, I want to help you to be a bigger person towards other people and your world to be bigger and bigger. Now watch this. You will love this one. I touched on this morning, but this is very, very good because the kingdom of God works so opposite to the kingdom of this world. Look at this, Proverbs 11. Generosity, verse 24. Generosity... What's this? Is it there? Amazing. Generosity. Not there. It's the next one. Yes. I'm glad I'm checked, man. Generosity brings prosperity. 
but withholding from charity brings poverty. Hey, come on, we think it's the opposite, right? Come on, when you have some money, you make some money. I want to hold, hold this, I want to save this, I want to be bigger and bigger, all this kind of stuff, and I'm not going to give my money to anything. But here the Bible says it's actually the opposite. When we become generous, then we bring ourselves into a sense of prosperity. When we withhold giving, charity, then we become poor. Those who live to bless other people will have blessing heaped upon them. Heaps and heaps. It's actually a very Kiwi word, a heap. Nowhere in the world do you know, I love your heaps. It doesn't exist anywhere else except for New Zealand. Oh, how much do you love? I love your heaps. Heaps is, is, is a Kiwi thing. Heaps and heaps. And South Africa, sorry. Heaps and heaps. Upon them. And the one who pours out, look at this, his life to pour out blessing will be saturated with favor. Hey man, I want to live my life saturated with the favor of God. And it comes when I pour myself out into other people. Isn't that good? Be generous to other people. Verse 25, literally in the Greek and the Hebrew, it means the soul of blessing will grow fat. The soul that blesses will grow fat. Again, don't come to me, hey, I've become fat in this place. It's not that. You become fat as a character. You become fat in blessing. You become fat in generosity. You become healthy when you become a giver. It brings you prosperity. The best way, I wrote this down here, the best way to beat a lean soul is to become a giver and to become generous. It's good to bless other people. And it's in the Bible that good things come back to you. They actually come back to you. It says here, those who bless others are blessed themselves. Those who help others are helped. And like I did this morning, in that sense, it's the same one. I have my boomerang again. I didn't throw the boomerang this morning, and I won't throw it right now. I wouldn't even trust myself to throw the stupid thing. But the boomerang. So it's the boomerang. I'll try this way. But the boomerang in this way. See, for those, it says here in verse 25, who pour out their lives to pour out blessing will be saturated with favor. It's a promise of the Bible. Things come back to you. What comes around goes around. It's the way it is. You give and you receive. And so the boomerang goes around all the time. Now, my question is, what are you throwing? What's going out of your mouth? What's going out of your heart? What's going out of your eyes? What's going out of your life? What's going out of your purse? What's going out of your everything? That's very important, isn't it? Because you sow what you reap. Amen? 2 Corinthians, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. As I said this morning too, the farmer has his own destiny in his own hands. The seed that he has, he has to sow. If he doesn't sow, nothing will grow. It rhymes because that minds. I'm just making it up at the moment. The thing is, though, he sows, he sows, he sows, right? <laughs> he sows, right? He's got his destiny in his own hands. I've got good news for you. You've got your destiny in your own hands. Man, I wish I was young like you guys again. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not bad because when I was 18 years old, I gave the whole savings that my mother gave to me of many, many years, many, many thousands of dollars for me to do something with. I gave it to a mission, to, to YWAM. And, but I've seen the return, the boomerang, come to me 
many, many, many times. But the thing is though, so I knew a little bit about it. My man, if your age and young, to be able to learn to be a sower, to learn how the kingdom of God works, to learn how sowing and reaping works. Man, I wish I'd known because I'll be a lot richer today. There's not prosperity gospel, but it has to do with you reap what you sow. And if you become a generous person, it's amazing what will come back to you in everything, financially, in heart, in love, in, in charity, in whatever, whatever. So if you are young, Benji, young, learn young. To do these things, the wisdom of God, and build it into your heart, and it'll be absolutely amazing of your life. See, generosity is at the core of who we are. See, Jesus is completely love, completely generous. So when we are born again, we are born of generosity. We can't help ourselves to be generous in our lives with everything that we do. Actually, generosity is the language of love. It's a new language that we got when we were born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. Then the language of love, the God's love inside of us starts to well up, and this love starts to come out. And so love is normal for us. Loving is normal for us. They will know us by our love. And love will always be generous. There will always be something very special of self-giving sacrifice because that's what love does. They sacrifice. Love would even die for another person. That's what Jesus did. But also other people have died for other people. They've done. Because that's what love does. Some people say, my parents said, take me. Don't take my child, take me. I was yesterday at a conference and that literally what happened. Terrible. The Voice of the Martyrs had a conference here and they talk about the terrible things that happen in Iran and places and he says don't take me and the woman and this just little throat you know run from the husband and the kid and then the, and the kid and, and take me don't take the kid take me and he says, okay I'll take you and then boom and I think like people like the suffering in the world you know that we have no idea about in our country the people right now are being persecuted you know for their faith in Jesus Christ and making a stand you know with generosity everybody wins there's no losers in generosity. Everybody is blessed. And that's why God loves generosity so much. There's no failure in generosity. You can't fail at all. It's all blessing. And that's why God, God loves to kind of like a boomerang. Come on, let's throw this blessing. Hey, it didn't come back. <laughs> it's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing. It comes back to me. Oh, it's coming back. Oh, no, it's coming back. Yes. <laughs> It's a miracle. It came back to me. So good. Everybody wins. I love this in the scripture. Look at this, Isaiah, even the Old Testament. Look at this because it's a kingdom principle. Look at this, guys. Isaiah, generous people plan to do what is generous, and they stand firm in their generosity. Well, that's blimmin' awesome. What it says here, if you are generous, is your foundation, if your stance, if your life, if, your, if, if who you are is generous, then you plan to be generous. If you look at half for the house today, <clears throat> I plan to be generous. I already know months ago half of the house was going to come. So I've been praying into the Lord, what do you want me to give? What do you want to do? How can I be sacrificial? I don't know exactly where the money is coming from. And I'll find a way. You've got to give me a seat because I want to be generous. Because not only I want to be generous, I want to love this house. But I know how it works. When I'm obedient to you and I sow, this money goes round and round, touches so many people, and it comes back to me. But often in the meantime, the interest of the Holy Spirit is so amazing that it just increases, increases, increases much better than the bank. It goes up and up and up, and the multiplication has happened, and suddenly I gave a thousand and I got a hundred thousand. What happened? And it went through so many people. See, that's the kingdom. That's how the kingdom works. 
But I said like this morning that many of us Christians have no clue how it works. The world knows how it works because even sowing and reaping is a principle that is universal. Many people, many business people know exactly how it works and they use it. But I find and I see in the church, sometimes we have no clue how to do this well. And some of us don't, don't increase and the whole time we'll stay in the same thing, the same thing. We'll always do the same thing and we'll never walk on water. We'll never step out of the boat. We'll never go, okay, I'm going to step out. And see, coming to miracle territory. And Catherine and I have stepped up many, many times. It was very hard to do. But man, did we get into miracle territory. And I want to have in this church that all of us, young and old, learn how to use the principles of God, that we know how the kingdom finance works, generosity works, that when people meet you, say, man, what a nice guy. The other day, we had some people from a very large church, one of the largest churches in this country. They came here to visit a couple of weeks. And the thing is, though, they told us just three days ago, do you know, we're moving to Auckland now, we were here, but I I want to say to you, Harmony was the friendliest church that we have ever seen. And this is a big church. I mean, there were 10,000 people around the country. That's good news. That's you and me being generous. They can see the generosity in our hearts. I'm very proud of this in this way. Generous people do what they do is generous. Proverbs 22 says, he who has a generous eye will be blessed. For he gives his bread to the poor. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know if you're involved with missions giving. It can't be everybody. There's only 20 people involved. And I know that Catherine, I'm one of them. So it's only 19 left. And I know about seven others already, so there's only 10 left. Who's involved, guys? <laughs> Maybe. Guys, that's missions giving. We have three things, right? Yeah, we've got the whole tithing, the normal, normal thing that goes to the church. 10% goes to the church. It's a different principle. It's called uh, sowing and reaping. Nothing to do with what we're doing right now. Uh, sowing, sowing, sowing and reaping is called as fish fruit. First fruit. Nothing to do with today. First fruit. And then it's giving. We're giving to missions, and then once a year we give a big offering like this. But the thing is, though, some of us don't even give to missions. The people of the poor in the street right now, that our team, $1,000 a month, using to feed the poor down the road here, some of us aren't even involved with that. Jesus said, feed my people, feed my poor people. Some of us aren't involved. Now, it's a hard word, right? I know. I want to invite you to be involved. I want you to invite to give your life away and help those people over there. Well, those people do it for you, so we just pay some money to help them to do it. But the thing is that what you do is you put a seed in there, and God sees what you see. He sees it secretly what you're doing, and say, well, I like this person. I'm going to bless this person. And he will bless you in a totally different place. And he will increase your blessing because you give me more blessing. And not only there, you can bless over there. I make you more prosperous. Go down, you can bless over there. And there, if you can trust you, he give you over there, over there, over there. That's how you grow in generosity. That's why not only about love and stuff, but also finance. You grow in generosity as you go. What is your eye doing? What do you see? Or do you close your eyes to the needs of the people? Do you close your eyes? That's easy too. See no evil, hear no evil. You know? Speak no evil, I'm out of here. I don't know where I'm going though, but I'm out of here. You know, come on, guys, let's get involved with the whole thing. What do you see? Come on, the world, get, get, help to make worlds a bigger place. I, I dream of this place to be such a generous place. I believe in that we can give, give millions away. I know people, man, who give so much away. The reason why is because they've been stewarding this money and the, and the businesses and the things that God has given to them. And it's growing and growing and growing and growing. As it grows, they give more away. As it grows, give more away and they're more blessed. And it goes on like this. Why can't we learn this? Why don't we step out sometimes? Why do we still stay in this little life all the time with the same thing and the same job and the same this? And we'll never start a job. We'll always keep it safe. We never try sometimes to 
go by the principles of God and say, Lord, I'm going to do this. I'm going to test you and I'm going to try it out. It's a question. It's rhetorical, but it's actually a real question. Proverbs 10, I'm almost finished. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, and his words of wisdom are a source of blessing, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence and evil. What are you doing with your mouth? One is your eye. What about your mouth? That's one of the problems I've had with my mouth. My mouth is my gift. <laughs> well, you can hear already right here, my wife here. <laughs> now, it's not been an easy even thing for me sometimes because I love my mouth, and, and a lot of good things come out of it. But, 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 the last couple of years, when some people pushed some of my buttons, it didn't go very well. And what came out, and what came out even surprised me. I thought, that's, that's not very helpful. And so what I did, I said, man, I go to a counselor down the road. I got, I got some buttons, man. And if somebody pushes the button, I'm like, Wah! you know, and the stuff comes out of my mouth. I didn't even have, don't know they had those words. I don't even believe in those words, but they came out. And I thought, no, no, that's not good. So God's healing me. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm, my mouth is it's a lot cleaner, right? I'm, I'm so much cleaner in my life. It's so wonderful like that. <laughs> what are you speaking? What are you seeing? What are you speaking? What are you doing in your life? Our slogan is passion for God, compassion for people. And I was thinking about this whole generosity. See, passion for God in my mind shows me I'm so passionate in love with Jesus that he is so everything for me. And he is so my lover that I'll do anything for him. I will give anything. I'll go anywhere for him. And so it's a generous giving of myself to God. And that's what I was alluding to before in the worship particular. Guys, in the worship, stand. Raise your hands. Don't just put it in your pocket. Raise your hands in worship to the Lord. It's biblical. In the Psalms, it's full of it. Worship the Lord. Give yourself to him generously and worship him. There'll be a talk by itself, and I'm not going to go any further, but that's one of them. And then passion, compassion for people. We have passion for people, compassion for people. We're generous to people. Catherine and I and the team here, we're so, now we're paid for this. Whole, it's our job, it's like I do. But the thing is that even if it's not my job, I'll still do it because I just love doing this stuff. I love investing in people here and also around the world because it's absolutely wonderful. See, Jesus was so, so, so generous. Look at his miracles. He turned and goes to this wedding and there's water and he needs wine and he puts this 12 massive things like this bag of water into wine is the best wine because he's generous massive amount of wine and they can't believe that the best wine was for last he saw this fisherman they were fishing all night and there's no fish in the thing he said go on the other side of the boat throw it down and say are you nuts we've been on the whole night there's nothing here just do it just be obedient they go on the other side they can't they, the boats are starting to sink because Jesus does a miracle again because he's so generous and all these fish are there then he goes to the feeding there are 5,000 people People, about 20,000 people altogether, 5,000 men, and they are so hungry. And what do we have? Only five bread and two fish. Say, so, okay, start sharing it. And so he shares it. Everybody is filled, and 12 baskets of food is left over after that. He is so generous. He keeps on multiplying everything. I want, I want us to get out of this 
orphan spirit that is so over this nation, but also over the church, and, and go into the spirit of sonship that trusts their heavenly father. They know how the kingdom works. They can trust him wholeheartedly and know how it works and do what God wants them to do. I, I would hope that we get into this whole thing. Jesus never retaliated to anybody. He says, forgive them, Lord. They don't know what they're doing. And then he says, love your enemies. I mean, that's ridiculous, love your enemies. But he says, yeah, love your enemies. Be generous. Turn the other cheek. I mean, he's so amazing. He is so generous in every situation. I mean, I want to give him my heart, but he's so generous. He says in Mark 10, he says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to stir, serve and give his life as a ransom for all. He gave his ultimate. He gave, he's the Son of God. Not as a man. He's the Son of God. And he gives himself. What an incredible generosity. And that's the one we follow. That's the one we live for. And so we live out of the same generosity in our lives. And so we're going to sow. We're going to sow. We're going to sow right now. We're going to have an offering. But before we do, I want to pray. Father, thank you so much for your Holy Spirit living in us. Lord, we cannot be generous in our own self. Lord, we're so selfish. Lord, we think about ourselves all the time, me first. Lord, the world is full of it. But Lord, you've called us into a different kingdom. It's the kingdom of light. It's the kingdom of the Holy Spirit. It's the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's a kingdom of serving and laying your life down for other people. It's a kingdom of serving, it's a giving of generosity. And Lord, that's what we want to become. We want to grow, Lord in our generosity. So help us in Jesus' name. And still every eye bow right now. I want to ask you, I always ask every service I do, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, everybody's got to make a decision. Jesus gave his life for you. He went to a cross. That's why we have a cross here. He went to the cross for you. He took the sin of the world upon himself. And he says to you, come to me and I'll forgive you and I'll give you a new life. And not only in this life, you'll be with me forever and ever in heaven. Come and say yes to me. Come and invite me into your life. Is there anybody today and you say, I need to do this today. I don't want to wait any longer. I know I'm going to be run over by a truck tomorrow. And then it's too late. Today, Bible says a day of salvation. Is there anybody here you said, I need Jesus? If you do, I want to pray with you. Then lift up your hand right now and say, I want to become a Christian. I want to become a follower of Christ. I want to say yes to Jesus. Is there anybody today you say, Man, this is my time? Today is my time. Anybody here today? The Bible says, All the angels in heaven will rejoice even if one person comes to the Lord, one sinner is saved. Anybody need saving here today? Oh, praise Jesus. I um, cannot see again, open again. Everybody's Christian, it's wonderful. Um, I, do wanna, I do want to invite you to, um, to, to bring other people. I'll be, I'll be absolutely unapologetic about it. It's, I, I like this place to grow a bit at night. I like to have 100 and 200 and 300. And I, uh, I really want you to invite somebody next time. And there are little cards that we're going to give out over the next month, little cards we made. And we're going to give you and keep on giving it to you and give it away. Keep on giving it away. There's also generosity. Give people, give it away. Give it away, give it away. Come to church, come to church, come to church, come to church. Just, just bother them so much. That, okay, I'll come, okay. And they have no idea because they have all this stuff in the media, but they have never experienced the love of God. And they come into here and say, whoa. 
Let's, let's, be, let's be faithful there too. Let's be generous. Let's not keep it in-house. Let's share the gospel. Let's invite people to church. I love what uh, Pastor Luke said last week, and then we're going to sow into this thing. You know, he said last week, Pastor Luke in the morning, he preached in the evening too, in the morning, what he said, God, God was said to him, because he had some financial issues, he needed a house and some other things, and God said to him, if you build my house, I will build your house. I thought, wow, that's a good deal. He's God, for goodness sake. He's got a lot of provision, a lot of everything. And so I think, you know, it's beautiful because that's the principle of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Give him your glory first. Give him your money first. Give him your love first. Give him your time first. Give him everything to him first. And then everything will flow in your life beautifully. And so I thought, you know, I want heart for the house. This is a time that we can sow into this place. Now, I'm trusting that you give generously already from your giving normally. The first part of your income is always his, not even your money. You give it back. It's not even called giving. It's called returning back to God. But we're talking now about a one-time offering this year just to build this house. And I want you to think about a seed that you want to sow. And honestly, I actually don't mind. As long as you ask the Lord and He tells you and He confirms, I don't even mind if it's $5 because you haven't got much money. I actually don't mind. Five or 500, 5,000, 50,000, 50 million. I don't care. Whatever it is, as long as you're faithful and obedient to the Lord. And hopefully, you will try to trust God this time and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you with this seed. And that we together believe there's going to be an amazing harvest of souls saved, of this place to grow, and the effectiveness and the influence will just grow and grow. Amen? So let's now ready to sow. Some of you already sown this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, but you have the little flyer. Uh, the easiest way to do it is to put just your giving number on the thing. My giving number is 23, whatever your giving number is. And you say, I want to give $5,000 or $5 or $50 or $1. I don't care. Whatever you do. But give it into the thing. I, I would love everybody to be involved with this. I, I really don't want uh, people who are not involved because that's not fair on other people, you know, because um, we are all in this together. You know, we're one family together. And let's, um, let's serve together. Let's sow together in this place. And may we see an incredible increase in this house. Amen. And thus endeth the lesson.